Welcome to Clutch Time with Mike on the mic. We got a Monday edition going on, kind of late, kind of late. It's almost 10 p.m. But um, today's episode is going to be a little controversial. You know, some people agree, some people don't. Um, But if you haven't heard or you don't know what's going on, um, last week... Jay-Z signed a contract deal, whatever you want to call it, with the National Football League. And basically the basis of the deal is that Jay-Z is going to um, basically have input and say and choose who does the halftime shows for the Super Bowl, AFC Championship game, NFC Championship game, things of that nature. And he also is going to help the NFL lead their social justice program. Now, my immediate thoughts were that Jay-Z was selling out. Those are still my thoughts. I, I waited. The news broke. I talked about it on Facebook. I waited to see if any more information was going to come out, but everything that's come out has confirmed what I initially thought. Just sounds like Jay-Z is selling out. And before I get too far into it, um, I'm going to play a clip, and I'm going to let y'all listen, and then I'll tell y'all who the, who it was, and I'll tell y'all what that person means to sports, and then we'll, we'll go from there. So I'm going to just play this clip. It's about four to five minutes long. And uh, Colin Kaepernick did tweet his support of Eric Reed as well over the weekend, so Eric... What is your reaction to this? Oh, well, first of all, you know, I'm always 100% player, pro player. Um, Jay-Z has never kneeled one time. Jay-Z has never played football. I mean, he may play high school football or maybe in college. I don't know. But it's different when you play a sport that you love so much and you put it all on the line like Cap has. And I said it from the beginning. I said, you know, if he goes here, he may never play again. And, and, it's, and it's right there. He, he probably won't ever play again. Uh, to me, in a sense, and I think we all love Jay-Z music. You know, he's got a beautiful wife, Beyonce. But in a sense, he's selling out. And he's, he's selling out. You know, he's, he's selling out for, for the money. Or, like, when I look at Rock Nation, you know, Jay-Z is not out. And that's his company. Yeah. But he's not out recruiting players. Right. He's not out recruiting. Um, he's the best Saquon Barkley. He's not out recruiting recruiting Todd Gurley. He, that, that's not him. You have a bunch of agents that do this. And that's why I just don't like most agents because they're shysty. They do stuff that's underhanded, undermined. Uh, but this is not a good look. But you know what? This is for what that we all sometimes sell out for, the money. It's, this, is about, this is about money. It's like all of a sudden me saying that um, I denounce tobacco. You know, I, I denounce tobacco. You know, everything I do. I, but they paying me a hundred million dollars. And I'm like, well, now, now this is totally different now. You know, I'm, I got to be with the tobacco company sure. under undermine. So, uh, I just feel like it's, it's really not a good look for, for Jay-Z. Jay-Z probably doesn't care. I mean, you know, because I, I feel like that you know, you know, I'll use, when I think of Oprah Winfrey. I use Oprah. Oprah's always done things. I feel like the right way, not saying Jay-Z had not, but she's doing things the right way. If she stands for something, she stands for it. No matter what my dad had to say, and the truth is, not always popular, but son, it's the truth. 
And I feel like if 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 she was taking this on, she'd be like, look, I don't want to touch this. You know, I stand with with what is going on with social justice. How can you stand for social justice and you send a sense selling the players out? You know, you say uh, we're past needing. Well, you know, maybe we are, but we're never going to be past the social justice thing. You know, I'll just give you just a quick example. And I'll let you guys talk. I was in Chicago a couple of weeks ago and I was with a buddy of mine. He was in front of me, a, a white guy, you know. Ben, you know, he's my, my buddy, and he was in front of me walk, walking to a restaurant. And the lady asked, can I help you? And I'm right behind you, and she asked me, what do I want? <laughs> I said, I'm with him. <laughs> but, you know, that's just the mindset of people, you know, and, and it is what it is, and, and that some things will never change because it's what we're taught. It's not, you know, it's not, it's, we we're taught that. You, you see little kids play, they, they're, they're children. They just play. We teach children bad things. We teach them how to uh, he's black, he's Asian, he's white. Don't play with him. You know, you don't do that. And so, you know, I think that's where we are. But f- f- for this, I just feel like that this Jay-Z's not helping the situation at all. I mean, I think he's hurting the situation. And you say he's going to be an owner, just know this much here. He will never be in that good old boy room. Never. I don't care how much ownership he can spend a billion dollars on a football team, but he will never be uh, Jerry Jones. You know, he'll never be one of those guys that looked up on as one of the true owners of, of a National Football League team. He would be in the room. He'd be in the room. He wouldn't be, quote unquote, in the inner circle. You got it right. And, and being in the room is not always, because when you, when you leave the room, they say other things about you. Okay. And you know that. Yeah. All right, y'all. So that was a clip from Undisputed this morning um, with Skip and Shannon. And I purposely waited to record this podcast so I could hear with... People like Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless, especially Skip Bayless. And the reason why I say especially Skip is Skip is the definition of a white person or a white man. Skip has no rhythm. Skip is always serious. Skip don't know how to joke. Skip don't know how to take a joke. Skip go home, eat his cheese sandwich, watch sports, go to bed. That's what Skip does. But when it comes to issues of race and really pressing issues that are not necessarily sports related, but have something to do with sports um, or is being brought to the sports world. I like to hear Skip's um, take on things because I think Skip speaks from a distance as a white guy who just, you know, has to talk on the stuff. And I feel like he always speaks from his heart. Does he always agree with what's being said? No. Does he give his honest opinion on it? Yes. And that I can appreciate more than anything. So um, I do appreciate Skip when subjects of race come up because he doesn't hold back. He says what he has to say, how he think, what he thinks about it, and he never tries to put himself in a black person's shoes. He just says this is, you know, I'm a white guy, so I have to look at it this way. I can't look at it in the realm that you guys look into it, which is, which is just fine. You know, he's speaking honestly. Now, the person that talked the most during that segment was Eric Dickerson. If you don't know who Eric Dixon is, he is a Hall of Fame NFL running back. He's the single-season record holder for rushing yards in a season with 2,108, I believe, is the record. It's either uh, 108 or 105, one of the two. But what he said from the beginning to the end, I think is dead on. Like, I think he's completely right. I think Jay's selling out now. If it comes out that, you know, he does have something, some plan or something like that, and he does take these whole social justice issues and he's able to 
get some kind of movement and things of that nature, then I'll take it back. But for now, I feel like Jay's selling out. And I'll tell you why. So the deal broke, of course, and they had a big press conference with Jay-Z and with Roger Goodell. And my biggest issue with this whole thing, I understand that Jay-Z is a businessman, arguably one of the arguably the best rapper to ever live. Um, he's been in the game for so long and he has a lot of fans and his following and he has a lot of influence. If Jay-Z wanted to be an NFL owner, you should have just said that. If Jay-Z wanted to get in with the NFL for the entertainment business and making uh making rules about or making decisions about who's gonna perform at the Super Bowl and all of that, you should have just said that. I would have been okay with that if if that's what you said. My issue with it is you can't tell me that Jay-Z didn't know the kind of backlash that he was about to get for signing a deal with the NFL and then, one, never talking to Colin Kaepernick about it. Now, he says he had a conversation with Colin Kaepernick. Eric Reed, who's uh, Colin Kaepernick's good friend and who still, to this day, kneels um, and was in with him on the NFL grievance where they sued the NFL, Colin Kaepernick's girlfriend said the same thing, that they never had a conversation about it. Now, Jay-Z's a grown man. Does he have to have a conversation with Colin Kaepernick about a deal that he made with the NFL? In any other scenario, no. In this scenario, I think you do. And you know why? Because Colin Kaepernick sacrificed his career by taking a knee during the national anthem to bring awareness to the injustice of black men, black women, black people, period, being killed in America by cops. Whether right or wrong, no person should be pulled over and then pulling out a permit and showing that I have a right to have this gun and then being shot dead in the car on Facebook Live. A guy selling cigarettes on the street being choked out and killed, telling the officers he can't breathe and they don't let him go and being killed and nothing happens to the officer. And now he did get fired today, but it took five years. It took five years. So that's what Colin Kaepernick was taking a knee for. That was three years ago. Colin Kaepernick lost his career with the NFL, which you know, like a lot of people said, when he took that knee, that was probably what was going to happen. And I think if you tell Colin, yeah, I think he still wants to play, but would he go back and change it? I don't think he would. Now, back to Jay-Z, like Eric Dickerson said, Jay-Z never took a knee. Jay-Z's never played football, to my knowledge, like he said, but he's never played on a professional level. We know that. Um, so what, I mean, I don't know Jay-Z's life story, but what has he had to sacrifice in this this instance of something of this magnitude? And people will say, well, it's not Jay-Z's job to get Colin Kaepernick a job. It's not Jay-Z's job to do this and that. Um, and I know people have told me that just because Colin started it doesn't mean he has to finish it. This isn't back in the day you know, with Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and Rosa Parks and people of that nature to where they were assassinated and killed and somebody had to take on 
you know, what they were doing. They had to take over their, you know, their their journey of trying to get civil rights and stuff for black people. You know, we we love and appreciate them for that, but Colin Kaepernick isn't dead. Colin Kaepernick is wherever he lives at, sitting at home and not playing the game that he loves because he was blackballed from the NFL. And people will say, well, maybe Colin Kaepernick just can't play lies. Half of these quarterbacks, backup quarterbacks that are being signed in the league, uh, Josh McCown just yesterday got signed back to, uh, if I ain't mistaken, I believe it's the New York Jets or whoever it was. He was retired. Jay Cutler last year retired, calling these people off their couches to come be starters and backup quarterbacks, you know, to come play. So don't tell me that Colin Kaepernick can't play. Colin Kaepernick was in a Super Bowl. Colin Kaepernick went to two NFC Championship games. Colin Kaepernick at one point was becoming one of the faces of the NFL with the way that he played. And every time he scored the touchdown, doing the thing with his uh, bicep, kissing his bicep. He was on Beats commercials. He was being featured. But the minute that he takes a knee and says, you know, I'm I'm taking a knee, I'm peacefully protesting that, you know, the killing of, of unarmed black people, now it's a problem. So he gave up his career for that, being a martyr. Jay-Z comes in and says, well, Colin took a knee, but I want to move forward. Move forward with what, Jay? Move forward with what? Where's your plan? You've had time. I don't, I, you hadn't, you didn't spell out a plan. You just wanted to say, you know, this is what I want to do. I want to take the steps forward. But to me, how can you take a league that has been openly racist with their owners and say, well, I want to help them with their social justice issue, but that same league, those same owners, are still blackballing Colin Kaepernick from the league. Does Colin Kaepernick deserve a second chance? I think so. Think about all these players that that are that have gotten second chances in the NFL. Let me just go down the list. Josh Gordon, who just got reinstated, you know, he's an addict. Harsh to say, but he's an addict. And he's walked away from the game himself and he keeps getting reinstated into the NFL. Dante Stallworth killed somebody. Went to jail, got reinstated, continued to play. Zeke Elliott, I know everything that's happened to him ain't true. The domestic violence one is a little out there. You know, that that case was crazy, but he got back in. Um, I cannot think of my man's name from the Panthers. It's not coming to me, but he ended up playing with the Cowboys. Oh, I cannot think of his name right now, but he clearly beat his wife. Clearly, we saw it, beat his wife, went to court, and she ended up deciding not to talk. So they settled, and he got back in the NFL. So you beat a woman up, you kill somebody, you do drugs, you get multiple brushes with the law, come back in the league, take a knee for a social issue, you get blackballed. You don't get signed. You don't you don't get any way back into the league in any capacity. So again, my issue with Jay-Z is why would you not try to bring Colin Kaepernick in? If Jay-Z, people were saying, well, look at Jay-Z's influence and look at what he could do, we as black people have to stop acting like 
that just because they're a celebrity and they have a lot of influence, that they have the best interests at heart of all black people because they don't. They're humans just like we are. And we all know that money is the root of evil. We all need money to survive. But when you're talking that kind of money, millions and millions of dollars, you lobby to go out there and say anything. And I always bring up uh, Dave Chappelle because Dave Chappelle in one of his stand-ups said that, you know, he was doing Pepsi commercials at one time and Coke came and said, hey, we'll pay you more money to do our commercials. So now he was then he was doing commercials for Coke. See how quick he dropped Pepsi? Look at the guy who does the stuff for Sprint now. We all knew him as the Verizon guy. They didn't want to pay him. Sprint did. He moved on by his way. So to me, what Jay-Z did is he just tried to further his own empire, his own brand, whatever the case it is, without thinking about black people, but using social justice to hide behind. You don't include Colin Kaepernick. You don't talk to Eric Reed, the two main people who are fighting against the NFL. You don't talk to any of maybe the former players who've talked about this. Uh, who knows who else he probably could have talked to but didn't talk to and just went forward with this. Okay, cool. If he just came out and said that, I think I'd have been okay with it. But for you to sit up there and say, well, I talked to Colin, and immediately you get people saying, no, he didn't. Okay, so if you know you didn't talk to Colin Kaepernick, why say it? You're trying to save face. You are basically being a puppet for the NFL. And I say that because the NFL, basically, like I said, they blackballed Colin from the league once he was released by the San Francisco 49ers. And it wasn't because they thought that he could play or he couldn't play. They basically released him because of the whole him taking a knee issue. They didn't want that kind of negative media on them. So they let him go and no other team would sign him. And we know how much of an issue it was because the NFL made a rule that if you take a knee, you can get suspended. What did Jerry Jones say to all Dallas Cowboy players? They will not take a knee because if they do, they will be uh, not being a Dallas Cowboy. Now that's your employer, but Jerry Jones just sounds like a slave owner. If you take a knee, you won't be on this team. I know that's kind of harsh, but it is what it is. So, and another thing that rubs really, really, really rubs me the wrong way about this entire thing. Jay-Z told Travis Scott not to perform in the Super Bowl because how the NFL treats their players and how the NFL doesn't acknowledge what's going on in black America and this, that, and the third. The same deal that he just signed with the NFL is the same deal that he told Jermaine Dupree, don't sign that deal with the NFL because of the same things I just said that he told Travis Scott. He was out here wearing a Colin Kaepernick jersey. He was with the Take a Knee movement, all of that. But then you go and sign the same deal you told Jermaine Dupree not to sign because what? Was that the deal that you wanted? Or was it because that was your way of getting your foot in the door so you become an NFL owner? Which that report came out the day after you signed that deal with the NFL and had the press conference with Roger Goodell. So was all of this about you becoming an NFL owner? And let me tell y'all, you know, how I know 
that I feel like this isn't going to work. Because I know people will say, well, if he's an NFL owner, then he can make all of the decisions on who gets signed and this, that, and the third. That sounds all good and well. But y'all remember Jay-Z was the owner of the Brooklyn Nets. Let me break this down to you. He was a minority owner. That means he only owned maybe 2 3% of the team. He didn't have no say in anything. The guy, McCall, Mikhail Prokhorov, Proveral, whatever his name was, I mean, he just sold the Nets, but he was the one who had the final say. He was the principal and majority owner of the Brooklyn Nets. The only minority owner in all of sports that I know of is Michael Jordan, or a minority owner as in a black person, is Michael Jordan. He is the owner of the Charlotte Bobcats. So you mean one out of three different major, four different major leagues, NFL, the NBA, uh, Major League Baseball, and the NHL and hockey. Just one, Michael Jordan. So the report that I read today, how true it is, I don't know. Jay-Z signed, or he wants to become a part-time owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And again, if you want to become an NFL owner, all good and well, but don't hide behind the fact that you're trying to partner with the league on social issues. You, you're you Jay-Z. You have the influence. You don't have to partner with the NFL. It's a money move. It's a money move, clearly. And if you want to become an NFL owner, you don't have to sign this deal because, again, you're Jay-Z. You got Rock Nation, all of these athletes. You've already got your foot in the door. You've been working with Robert Kraft. You work with Robert Kraft to get Meek Mill out of jail and all this, that, and the, and the other. So you've got your foot in the door. So, again, this was a money grab, and you're using the social justice issue to to hide behind it. You're letting the NFL hide behind you to say, yeah, we were racist, but Jay-Z's here now, so we're good. Because that's exactly what it looks like. So even if he buys in to the Pittsburgh Steelers, we know Jay-Z's a billionaire. He just became a billionaire. The lowest, the team with the least amount of value is the Cincinnati Bengals. They, if they were to sell today, you'd have to pay $1.35 billion. Jay-Z just became a billionaire. So that means he would have to pay all of his money and then some to purchase just the Cincinnati Bengals. And from what I read, he's going to have to pay about two to $300 million to become a 5% owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers. What is 5% in ownership? Yeah, you probably get a seat at the table of where all the owners and stockholders and all of that sit at, but what decisions are you making? At the end of the day, the Rooney family holds all of the power. They have the final say. And... I'll give Jay-Z this. If he is trying to sign with the Pittsburgh Steelers, that would be the organization to sign with because the Pittsburgh Steelers are owned by the, the Rooney family, and they are the family that, that got the rule passed that when an NFL head coaching job opens up that at least one black uh, candidate has to be interviewed. That's how Mike Tomlin got the job. And we know that the Steelers aren't for a lot of change because – They've only had three head coaches in their entire uh, history of being open. So, yeah, that 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 shows you all you need to know. And then people will say, people will say, well, what if he's the owner of the Steelers and he gets Colin Kaepernick signed? 
how's he going to get Colin Kaepernick signed? The Steelers had three years to sign Colin Kaepernick as a backup. And you think just because Jay-Z's coming in there, that's going to change his mind? That's going to change their mind? I don't think so. That's not how NFL works. That's not how NFL works. Now, I'm of the belief that Colin Kaepernick is never going to play in the NFL again. The longer it goes, you know, the I just don't think that it's going to happen. But I think if Jay-Z really wanted to, you know, not take a knee and move the process along, again, you're Jay-Z. You have influence. They came to you, apparently. So if they came to you, that means you have all the levers. So why would you not say, well, I want to do I'll do the social justice thing for y'all only if Colin Kaepernick is included. Like I said, Colin Kaepernick ain't dead. He man was on the front of Time magazine. Like people see what he did as something along the lines of, you know, a Rosa Parks, a Martin Luther King, um, a Malcolm X, things of that nature. You know, Pete, that's how some people see him. Now, to that extreme to which they had to go, no. But in today's day and age with the blatant racism from the president and from, you know, people in general, that would have been a good look and a step in the right direction. And like Eric Dickerson said, I don't think he's helping the situation. I just feel like he's in it for the money. Now, again, I could be wrong. I really could be wrong about this whole thing. But I don't see it. I don't see it. You say that you want to do some, you want to do social justice and you want to take it a step further. But I don't know any person who, you know, they say he's playing chess, not checkers. I don't know anybody who's playing chess who doesn't have some kind of plan. Now, do you have to uh, unveil the entire plan, the master plan? No. But can you reveal some details of your plan? Yes. That way it shows those of us who are skeptical. That you got something, you you got something planned and something that you're going to try to do to help the plight of black people. But all I can see is you just trying to further your own brand and make more money. That's what it looks like to me. That is what it looks like to me. So until Jay Z comes out and does something otherwise or says something otherwise, Jay Z is a sellout. Call it what you want. Disagree with me all you want. That's fine. And I feel like most of the people that disagree are Jay-Z fans because they feel like Jay-Z can do no wrong and Jay-Z's here for black people. That's all good and well, but I'm of the mindset, you better show me before you keep trying to tell me. So when Jay-Z shows me something, maybe I'll change my tune. But until then, he's a sellout. Point blank, period. Um. <sighs> I know it's harsh because Jay-Z's big in the black community for some people. Um, but for me, I just look at it as a guy that's out here making money moves. And everybody will say, well, now he's got his foot in the door and he can really implement his plan. If those of them, uh, those people who believe that Jay-Z is doing the right thing and he's going to, you know, come out with something – and he had to sign with the NFL to get this done, then that's telling me that Jay-Z doesn't have the influence that y'all think he does. Because, for example, I'll say this. Jay-Z is big in hip-hop culture and rap culture in the black community, and he's obviously big in the world. I don't think there's anybody anywhere in the world that Jay-Z can go that people don't know Jay-Z. He's an icon, a mogul, 
a global icon. Cool. But you need the NFL backing to promote this social justice issue. You need a platform. But if you're Jay-Z, why do you need a platform? And let me give you an example. We all know how the NBA is when it comes to these same kind of issues. They don't tolerate it at all. At all. Clearly, Donald Sterling still wishes he was the owner of the Clippers. But he said the N-word got caught, and he out of here. So the NBA just handles stuff different. The NBA is a very big platform. But just for an example, LeBron James, when he came back to Cleveland, said he wrote that letter and said it's bigger than basketball. It's my love affair with Northeast Ohio, this, that, and the third. LeBron James, and I had the pleasure of seeing it, opened up a school, an I Promise school, to where kids can go. They're accepted into the school. If they complete their program and keep their GPA up through high school, they get tuition paid for four years to go to the University of Akron. And he did all of this, you know, with his team, his foundation, all on his own. Now, did it catch a bunch of media coverage? Of course it did. It's LeBron James. But he didn't need the NBA's backing to come and help him do this, you know, in his school at his, uh, you know, in his hometown. I saw the school. It's a nice school. When I was in Ohio, I saw the school. You know, I seen everything that was in there, and they are performing pretty well. And for a kid to know that if I keep my grades up and finish this program, I can go to college, that's awesome. But I say all that to say LeBron James didn't need the NBA's backing to get that taken care of and get that that kind of that kind of task done to help people in his community. He used his influence to get done what needed to be done. So if he can do that without the NBA, you could argue, you can make an argument that Jay Z or LeBron James is a big as a bigger star as Jay Z. So Jay Z couldn't use his influence to do what he wants to do without the NFL. Again, I feel like Jay Z's being used as a puppet for the NFL. They're saying, "Yeah, we were racist, but we don't. We're not going to acknowledge it, and we're not going to, you know, change our tune." But we got Jay Z here, so y'all be mad at Jay Z, and then y'all, all the other ones who agree with Jay Z, so y'all can fight about it. But what is that doing? Eric Reed and Jay Z are, um, you know, going back and forth. And nobody's talking about the issue. So the NFL is basically getting out of it scot-free. But, you know, black people ain't going to forget. So Jay-Z's not helping the situation. I mean, that's just how I feel about it. And, you know, until something happens, until I'm shown something, I'm not changing my mind on this one. So what we're going to do real quickly, because I'm still got some more I want to talk about. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and talk about it a little bit more. And this is all we're really going to talk about on the podcast. But real quick word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Why did Cap take a knee? Cap took a knee to bring attention to the injustice of unarmed black men and women, black men, brown men and women, being killed by police officers. So let's just say for the sake of argument, he took the knee to highlight that issue. Jay-Z comes in and the issue that Colin Kaepernick was trying to bring light to, Jay-Z makes that better. Now what? Are you?
you disappointed? Me? Yes, I am. So, so you, you, so you're disappointed. So, you would be disappointed with the end result in which Cap took the originally took the knee for, but you don't like the way Jay Z is going about ending what Cap took a knee for. I feel like if 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 he's helping the situation, most definitely I'm for it. Right, one hundred percent. Yeah, if, he, if he's helping it. I don't think he's helping the situation. Maybe he is indirectly. Right. You know, maybe, you know, it's always a beginning and it's an end. Right. You know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a means to an end. And maybe, maybe it is a means to an end. I don't see it, you know, because maybe we just don't know. Right. But I, I, I think we should be willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. You look at what he's done and his track record says he's been pretty good on this deal. Is his track record with the Trayvon Martin and helping of the meat meal situation and getting that. I yep. believe that Jay-Z should be given that opportunity. But can we be all the way 100? Just be it. The NFL is an entertainment business. The, N- the NFL is not the NAACP. It's not the SCLC, Skip. That's not what they do. That's their job. Now, the NFL says that, and I hope the NFL don't think they can hide behind Jay-Z because Jay-Z is so big in our community and he's built up tremendous clout, ED. I hope they don't think, well, we put Jay-Z in this and they would be all about that. We heard Mitch McConnell say, you know, well, we elected the black president, so we paid in full for what transpired in America to black Americans. Come on. I hope the NFL is not thinking this because black America is not. They have not forgot what you did, how you white ball cap and you haven't given him a job. That's say you had to give him a job, but I think he earned, he deserved a right to compete for a job. Especially when you go get two guys out of retirement, and you go you go sign Johnson, who's been on thirteen teams. Skip is just I don't like how Jay Z went about this skip because I heard him saying that guys should not do Super Bowl. There you go, and then you turn around and now you're going to be responsible for hiring all the halftime acts at the Super Bowl. Look, Jay Z, no good deed goes unpunished. Now, skip, we knew. Jay-Z had to benefit something. This was not just about being the producer of the halftime shows. What else is in it? Well, come to find out, you should have said that. All that should have been, all that should have been on the table. Like you're talking about, oh, he's going to be producing a halftime show, and he's working on social issues. Oh, yeah, by the way, down the road, he's going to be going harder, too. Skip, we still, okay, what's the social issue? What is Jay-Z actually, hey, Jay-Z, I need, okay, you talking about you about actionable plans? Mm-hmm. What's action? What, what the plan is? I need to see that. Welcome back to Clutch Time with Mike on the mic. That clip was from the same clip that I played earlier, but that was just Shannon Sharp talking, just reiterating some of the things that I said uh, earlier about this whole Jay-Z, Eric Reed, Colin Kaepernick situation. Now, I, out of all of the people who talk sports, talk race, um, in the black community, I agree or I respect Shannon Sharp over just about anybody, over everybody, actually. If it, whether it be Stephen A. Smith, Chris Broussard, um, Eric Dickerson, any any person of color that comes on and speaks on these issues, I tend to agree with Shannon more than anybody. And the reason for that is, is Shannon doesn't only play one side of the fence. Shannon tells it like how it is. If he don't agree, he don't agree. If he does agree, he'll say why. But if he doesn't agree, he always brings up good points, in my opinion, of why he doesn't agree. 
So for him to come up here and and say the same thing I just said, you know, it's a bad look for Jay-Z because you didn't say what you were going to get from it. You just kind of painted it as I'm going to take what Colin Kaepernick did and take it a step further. And I'm going to take on this social justice issue thing. Oh, but what you forgot to say was you're going to get a stake in the NFL team, you know, for your efforts. So if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Y'all tell me if I'm wrong. I'm not above criticism. I'm not above debate or, you know, opinion. Ain't that like the NFL basically hiring you to clean up their mess? Like y'all blackballed a guy out of the league because he wanted to speak up about, about speak up about racial issues. And we know in today's day and age, we have some idiot that sits, you know, in Washington and White House, who is the most divisive person you'll ever you'll ever see when it comes to racial issues. You got NFL owners who back him with millions and millions of dollars. One of those owners being the guy that you work with to help get Meek Mill out and a guy who is okay with putting his name in trying to, you know, change the way that justices and stuff work around here, more power to him. But at the end of the day, he's still a Trump supporter. So at some point, his beliefs are with Trump versus what your beliefs are in trying to keep Meek Mill out of prison and the whole Trayvon Martin thing. So at some point, you guys are going to have a meeting of the minds. And at some point, you guys, one's going to go right and the other one's going to go left. So the NFL basically is is saying in so many words, yeah, we we were racist openly about it. A lot of our owners were openly racist about it. But we're the NFL. This is a this is an engine that's gonna keep going. You know, all the TV money, the sponsors, everything that they have is gonna keep going. So you can speak up about it. We'll just kick you out the league and keep you out the league. But we're going to hire Jay-Z to to smooth everything over with the black folk. That's what we're going to do. And for a man of Jay-Z's stature and a man of Jay-Z's intelligence and a man of Jay-Z's touch with today's culture – you telling me you you fell for that? You telling me you that dumb? Or you that that you got the you not looking at the bigger picture or you not looking at the the bigger plan, the long term, the long term game, you looking at the short term game. And I, you know, you hate to be critical, but this just what it looks like. He just looks like he's being played for the fool. And he's going along with it. And it's kind of hard for me to sit here and say that because while I'm I'm not the biggest Jay-Z fan, you know, of his music and everything, but I recognize that he does do good things in the community for black people. His wife, Beyonce, while I'm definitely not a fan of her out here ruining classics like Before I Let Go, but look at all the attention she brought to Coachella when she did the performance and got the thing with Netflix about all the HBCUs and everything. That's, you know, bringing prominence to something that holds near and dear to black people, which is 
you know, HBCU, North Carolina A&T, uh, Central, Howard, schools like that, just, you know, to name a few. Fayetteville State, you know, shout out to the 2-6. Um, stuff like that. Like, for y'all to be that informed and that in, that in touch, you either got to have one hell of a plan to change black people's mind about how they feel about the NFL, or you really just don't care that you look like a dummy out here today after signing this deal. And I know, I know people will say, well, Mike, how can you still watch the NFL if you feel so strongly about how they've done Colin Kaepernick? Two things can be true. The NFL can be racist and blackball Colin Kaepernick, and I can still keep my love of football and watch it. Now, is it every single player that's out there that that agrees with the what the NFL is doing? I'm sure there are some that say Colin Kaepernick shouldn't have kneeled, and you know we're here to play football. All good and well. That's their opinion. That is their First Amendment right. What am I doing? Exercising my First Amendment right to freedom of speech. I'm going to continue to watch the NFL, but if the NFL does something that I have a problem with, yeah, I'm going to speak up about it. I bet if, I don't know, or here's a good one. Um, We found out last week, I think it was last week, that the CEO of Marvel is a Trump supporter. Now, does that hurt? Of course it hurts. But I still watched Avengers Endgame again this weekend. And I'm still going to rewatch some of the Marvel movies. And I'm still going to watch their cartoons. And I'm still going to talk about it. Because that is what is near and dear to my heart. You don't have to give up something just because you don't agree with what they're doing. Can you criticize it and, and try to you know make some kind of change or or do whatever it is you feel is necessary? By all means. By all means. Now, a perfect example of... You know, somebody that I, I respect, uh, one of my co-workers, his name is Alex Rambert, and I'm sure he's going to listen to this. Now, last year, me and him talked a lot about the whole kneeling and all of that stuff. And, of course, Alex, like me, is a big NFL fan. Now, he was still watching the NFL up until one Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott got up and basically played the company guy of, you know, it came out as Dak saying, well, I'm going to do what Jerry said because Jerry signs my checks and blah, blah, blah. He just sound like, you know, this is what he told me to say, so this is what I'm going to say. And Alex, who is a diehard Cowboys fan, you know, everybody makes terrible decisions in life. Alex didn't watch no NFL football at all last year, all because of what Dak said. And, like, you know, you can have a backbone and say what you want to say, and you can go about it the way that you feel. He could have easily said, while, you know, I agree with Colin Kaepernick and the whole black people getting shot and this, that, and the third and him bringing awareness to it, I agree with that part. Now, would I kneel? No, I wouldn't because, you know, that's just not how I was raised. Okay, cool. If you'd have said that, I think Alex and myself would have been just fine with it. But for you to basically tell the, you say the company line and you say what they wanted you to say, then that's where it looks like, oh, man, you're just a puppet. So Alex didn't watch the the NFL for the entire year. Now, is he back watching it this year? Yeah, but he took a year out of his life to not watch the NFL. And, you know, 
you can't stop somebody from watching a game that they love. Now, while they may not agree with everything that goes on, you know, that's their prerogative. Do y'all agree with everything that y'all president do? No, you don't. But are you leaving America? You going to protest America and leave? No, you're not. I didn't think so. So just because, you know, people still watch the NFL and want their kids to go and play football, okay, that might be that kid's dream. Or that might be what they end up doing and they don't want to give it up because of this little issue. So two things can be true. You can disagree with what's being said and you can still go and and watch whatever it is you want to watch. Just like uh, the people who are mad at Nike for pulling uh, that Betty, whatever her last name is, shoe, because of the the flag that they put up, it did uh, represent, you know, slavery and racial times and whatnot. And Colin Kaepernick asked for them to pull the shoe. And what did Nike do? They pulled the shoe. So all these people talking about boycott Nike and this, that, and the third, oh, Nike's not for the country. And oh my God, they're supporting a guy who doesn't respect the flag and blah, 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 while they're at the Nike outlet buying the shoes. So you don't have to agree with what Nike did, but are you going to stop wearing their products? No, you're not, because that's what you're accustomed to wearing. So kill all that noise about you can't watch if you're gonna support Colin Kaepernick and all this, you can't watch the NFL. Kill all that noise. Kill it, kill it, kill it. That's just just not what's gonna happen. I don't agree with what Jay-Z's doing here whatsoever. He looks like a sellout to me. Well, best believe if Encore or Song Cry or Girls, Girls, Girls or whatever comes on in my car on my playlist, I'm going to listen to it because I like those songs. Just because I don't agree with what Jay-Z's doing now doesn't mean I got to stop listening to all his music because if that was the case, we would all be some sad, sad individuals with all the foolishness that goes on in the world and us maybe not agreeing with them. But yeah, so we can kill and kill that 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 conversation. Um, until Jay-Z proves otherwise of whatever his plan is and whatever it is that he wants to do, about this whole social justice thing, he's a sellout. Point blank, period. You took the money and you tried to hide behind the social justice issues of black people being killed by cops for no reason. And you told people not to support the NFL. You told people not to to take the deal with the NFL because, you know, they don't support black people and they're against Colin Kaepernick and this, that, and the third. And you was with the whole take a knee movement, but then you turn around and come swooping in and sign the deal and all of that. So you're a hypocrite and a sellout. Point blank period. So that's really all I got to say at this moment. That's all the information that is out there that I've seen. Now, more may come out in the future, and I may have to revisit this podcast. And honestly, I wish I could have a panel of people who agreed with Jay-Z and a panel of people who don't to be able to discuss this issue, because I think it would make for some good conversation and something just to you know look at other people's point of view. But like I was on Facebook, there are a lot of people who agree with what I just said, and there are some who don't. You know, they agree with Jay-Z and they feel like, well, if he did just do this for the money, who are we to judge him for going to get a bag? Again, you want to go get a bag, that's fine, but don't hide behind social justice issues and don't hide behind the stuff that black people go through, you know, every day with fearing for their life if they get pulled over for a speeding for speeding and thinking that they might not get to go home. 
and you trying to hide behind that when really all it is is you doing is making a money move. That's why I'm calling Jay-Z a sellout, and I'm going to keep calling him a sellout until things change. I know sellout's a tough word, but I can't think of nothing else. So I, I invite anybody who listens to this who doesn't agree or wants to talk about it or wants to come on the show and talk about it, by all means, reach out to me. We can talk and I can hear your side of the story and we can have a, you know, a debate and see what we come up with. All of that. I'm here for it. Nothing is wrong with good, healthy conversation. So, you know, to anybody that listens to this, write me, message me. You can come by my crib if you live in Fayetteville and we can debate it or we can figure out another way to debate it, you know, over Skype, whatever the case may be, and we can get you on the podcast. Um, but until then, Jay-Z's a sellout. I'm not changing my stance until I see evidence that tells me otherwise. And, um, yeah. So this has been another episode of Clutch Time with Mike on the mic. I appreciate everybody's support, listening in, sharing my stuff on Facebook. Got some big things coming, y'all. Got some big things coming. So y'all just stay tuned. And um, as I always say, Batman is better than your favorite superhero. I don't know how many times I had to say this. I think this is like the 31st episode of the podcast, but 31 times I've told y'all and 32 times on the next episode, I'll tell y'all, Batman is the best superhero to ever live. But until the next episode...